much. Um, hey, how we doing, church? Yes! We are in the studio again today. Um, as for uh, many of you may know, we... The studio. The studio. Well, the new <laughs> studio. It's the last studio we had. They we, redid it for just a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we, we took it apart because we thought we were done. We're not done. Um, almost. Almost, almost, almost. Many of you may know uh, uh, last week we were, we were ready to, to kick off Welcome Home Sunday. And uh, we had a flood and just craziness, yeah. uh, and we're gonna we're gonna tell you a little bit more about that. But before we do, thank you for being here. We love yes. you guys. Thanks for joining us this morning. Yes, welcome this everybody. Especially if this is one of your first times with us, welcome. Especially if you're joining us from TKC, which yes. is our Thy Kingdom Crumb food truck that we do in partnership with Carson Wentz's A01 Foundation. A lot of you came out this week, and so again, if this is one of the first times that you're joining in and trying to find out who we are. Uh, there's a link there on whatever platform you're watching us on, and you can just get to know a little bit more about us if you so choose. But we're grateful that you're spending the Absolutely. next hour with us. You know, Dia, I think one of the things that's important to us um, that that comes from TKC. Oh, go thank fix you. Some yeah, fix me up here. See that? That's why. Look, all you single guys. That's why you need a good <laughs> wife right there. Right there, they help you out. Um, I, I just, you know, one of the things that I love about TKC and that. Uh, that's at the core of it is uh, we we want we want everyone to feel seen and loved and valued, and um, and that's that's what we're that's that's part of what we're ab about here at Connect and part of that is we we want to hear from you we want to get to know you so please check in our our link tree let us know um, so many of you have found church so many people found church over this pandemic time yeah and actually even the last couple of weeks. Amazing um, emails. People have been like, yeah, like, are you guys in, in person yet? In a couple more weeks. Well, we're well, almost we're there. Go. So, that, so that brings us to our church update today. Um, you know, uh, look, the, the, the truth is there's been some incredible work that's uh, that's been done um, since last Friday night, or two, Fri what, two Fridays ago. No, I think it was just a week ago. It yeah, it was a week ago. Yeah, yeah but it wasn't it Friday. Like it was yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. 20 years ago. Yes, it's forever. <laughs> Um, and you know, the, there's, um, a lot of the water issues have been addressed, uh, internally, externally as well. Uh, we got, uh, we got the flooring dropped off yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, that was destroyed and because it needs a couple of days to acclimate we're, we're, we were giving that, 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 that time, but we have two fix the flood, um, nights. You know, uh, you're so, you love that. You love the title you came up with. I love it. It's, it's, the flood. it's so much better than like work nights, serve nights. Let's fix, let's fix the flood. <laughs> um, it's uh, Monday night and Tuesday night, six to eight. It's just six to eight. Um, and uh, we're, we just have a lot to do to in 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 the midst of it all some of it is getting rid of stuff that was uh, that was uh, that was destroyed some of it is moving um, stuff back into place as we begin to reestablish and reset up rooms and we have a lot more people signed up for Monday night so if you're kind of like well I could come Monday or I could come Tuesday it would be great if you could come Tuesday night 6 yeah. to 8 um, and there's a I think there's a link here to sign up to there help is. Yep. Um, so that we can just like keep you up to date. But I guess even on Tuesday, we're going to get to start um, putting to back together some Correct. of the kiddos' rooms and stuff Correct. like that. So there's, it's just, it's very quick um, flip. It's like one of those TV shows that you never wanted to be on. <laughs> um, <it's, laughs> yeah, exactly right. But the turnaround is really quick. So if you have any time to give Monday or Tuesday, we would so appreciate it. Yeah, and the reason that we need those things done Monday, Tuesday is because Wednesday the floors are starting to be put back in. Yes. Uh, which is fantastic. That's going to take a few days because it's it's a large space that they're having to put back in. Um, but the good news is this: uh, within this week, we're going to let you know 
uh, when our, our, our new Welcome, uh, Welcome Home Sunday is going to be. It's, it's, we are believing it's going to be sooner than, uh, than even we thought possible. Yes. <laughs> uh, we just need to uh, just see how a few things go. Um, but really, so pay attention this week. Stay, stay close to social media. Make sure that you're there. We will open up all the tickets and all the stuff uh, then as well. Uh, but, but Dean, I really want you to know it's a miracle because, mm-hmm. it, and, and, and I don't mean that lightly, um, because what could have happened, we're talking, could, we could have been out months and, and hundreds of thousands of dollars of damage destroyed. And what God did was amazing in protection. So yeah. uh, we want to, we want to celebrate that with you. So just pay attention. Uh, Welcome Home Sunday's coming soon. It's going to yeah. be great. Um, and look, we want to, we want to take a moment to worship God. Uh, because Jesus yes, is yes, being yes, yes, is yes. is worthy of being praised in the midst of our situations, in the midst of floods, in the midst of mountaintop experiences and valley moments. Jesus is worth being praised, and so we're going to ask uh, Jake, who is uh, one of our worship leaders here at at Connect, he's going to come and lead right now. But when we do these things, as we say all the time, don't let it be a moment of uh, of you know, observation. observation. Thanks, baby. Mm-hmm. That's the word yeah. I was looking for. But a moment of participation. Uh, the words are going to be up there on the screen. And no matter where you are, whether you're on vacation down the shore right now, whether you're at home, whether you're in the hospital, whether you're in a, 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 a nursing facility, can I really encourage you? And just let, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and let his praises be heard. As Jake comes in, I'm just going to... Um, so this morning, I was listening to um, Bishop T.D. Jakes. And in the middle of his uh, of his teaching, he talked about he had everybody take like a 60 second praise break if you had <laughs> along the lines of what he was talking about something to praise God for. And I was like, you know, what? I'm just gonna start doing this. <laughs> so I just started. I was like getting ready and clapping. And Jake's like, what are you doing? It sounds like you're trying to get ketchup out of a bottle there. <laughs> and I'm like, no, this is just me taking a praise break. And sometimes it's you know it's one thing to kind of like be praising along in your mind. But then it's another thing, because this morning I was like, no, I will bless the Lord yeah. with my voice, with my heart, with my spirit, and with my, my being. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I've proved you more and more. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I've proved him more and more. Jesus, Jesus, my precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more. Oh, for grace to trust him more. Oh, for grace to trust him more. God, that's my prayer this morning, uh, just as a, as a person, as an individual, but also on behalf of our house, God, that, um, God, that we would have grace to trust you more thank you that you are the kind of father that even when we need to trust you more you let us come to you to gain what we need which is grace to trust you more 
And Father, I pray that um, I see that as a treasure, um, that it's something that's a gift to me, grace to trust you more. God, as much as I want to tear apart a situation that requires trust and fix it, I pray, God, that you would bring my attention more and more to the fact that um, there is grace for everything. You provide for everything, even for the moments that we need to trust you more in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, oh, I was in there. Oh, for grace. (laughs) Oh, for grace to trust him more. Church, you know, uh, I've been, you and I've been challenged um, over this last year, two years actually, to really trust the grace of God. 49 years. I know, I know. It's been 49 years. (laughs) For me, it's been a little longer than that. We won't go there at the moment, but, um, and that's, you know, guys, to be honest, that's, that's what this, that's what church Mm -hmm. is about. It's not learning how to have a better life. It's not learning mm-hmm. how just to have a better marriage and good relationship. All those things are, are great, and they're, they're found in the Word. But the truth is all of it comes out of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we're going to talk about today, Dee, is really um, kind of following Him and getting connected to Him personally, closely, mm-hmm. intimately, and not letting things get in the, in the way. And so I know you might have your Bible. Open with me to Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy is Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, the fifth book of the mm-hmm. Old Testament. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna read uh, in in chapter thirty four in just a second. But uh, the title of today's message and today's message I'm really excited about. We're gonna talk about it in a second, but I'm really excited about it because it comes out of it comes out of what, what God's really uh, placed in you out of your gifting. And for some of you may not know that Pastor Danielle really has a prophetic gift. And I know that uh, that that for probably many of us that's not something that we are always accustomed to or or maybe grew up with but the word of god is clear uh that uh the prophetic proceeds it actually leads people into a deeper revelation than they've ever had before um and so uh it actually tells us to 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 desire prophecy um there there are these beautiful things and so um today's message we're going to call mind the gap Mind the gap. And you and I, one of your favorite cities, most people don't know this, is London. London. Um, all I see is Joey from Friends standing in the map right now. Yeah. Uh, but London. And one of the things that we do more in London to kind of to get around is you, you take the underground, and when you, which is their subway, by the way. And when you go there, there's signs all the way, everywhere. Mind the gap. Mind the gap. Mind the gap. And what they're saying is... Uh, be careful of the space between where you are mm. and, and, and basically the, the, where, how the subway pulls up. There's a gap. And, 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 and what I think is really important to you is that can happen in us. There, there are times that we allow this gap between ourselves and kind of God mm. uh, to, to get wide um, for, for lots of reasons, especially in this pandemic time. It's so easy, and we, we, we know this. We know the subway's there. We yeah. know what the train looks like. We know where the train is going. All of those things, but we we really haven't mind the gap. And today, I'm excited because uh, there's a prophetic word that God has given you, and it comes out of this verse. Yeah. Um, and then you're, we're gonna we're gonna just do a little. Uh, I'm gonna just ask Pastor D some questions today about it as we as we uh, talk through this. But it says in Deuteronomy 34:10. This is the word of God. It says, but since then, uh, talking about since the time of Moses, there has not arisen in Israel a prophet like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. You can underline that. You're going to see this a lot in the word, face to face. So 
do you, you know you you believe that you really had a vision from God this week, um, a prophetic vision from God this week um, uh, for Connect, and, and and it really comes comes out of uh, this verse. And so, can you share share some of yeah. that with us? Uh, I was on the phone with one of the ladies that calls Connect Home, and uh, we were having a conversation about something, and um, I started to kind of. Uh, understand what we were talking about from a certain perspective and then when we hung up the phone um, I felt like I had a visual that came to me and yeah. a lot of times when I have sensed um, that prophetic gifting come to me it's often been in actually in dreams like yeah, I've yeah, been asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very 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 few times has it ever been um, like a visual that when I'm just walking a vision. around yeah yep and so uh, what Which I both are accounted for in the Word of God. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, and that's the thing Kyle and I were talking about um, this a lot is that, you know, if you didn't, I wasn't raised um, in an environment where that was odd. Uh, so for people who aren't accustomed to it, it, we talk about normalizing things, and I just think spiritually we need to normalize stuff that's in the Bible. Yeah, um, and the supernatural. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. so yeah. it's like I'm, yep. I'm, I'm always comfortable with uh, the Holy Spirit sharing himself with us. Mm. Um, it's not an odd voice to me. It's not an odd portion of who God is. Yeah, um, so I embraced that. I didn't, for many years, I didn't. Um, I actually begged him not to download certain things to me because I didn't know how to carry it, and I didn't want to carry it. Um, but I recognize that everybody has different gifts, and all those gifts always function together in different seasons. And so for me to um, downplay it, or to um, ask God to um, keep it from me is to actually hurt the body, which yeah, is our, our Connect community. And so that's why we're sharing it today. And, and the, the visual that I had was, um, it was of Moses. I knew it was Moses, and I, but I only saw him from the back. And I could tell that he was elderly, but he was not frail. Mm. He had a cloak on, and he had a staff, and he was going up, uh, mountain and there were many 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 people behind him I knew that to be the Israelites uh, and they were all following him and so their their viewpoint was of him from the back but their actual faces and their actual countenance were all looking down at the terrain wow. that they were having to traverse going up that hill the 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 visual of that was very weighted the, the air, everyone was silent. There was no noise, there was no sound except for feet on rock mm. walking. Um, and it was, there was a, a gravity about what they were walking into. There was great holiness, there was great, it wasn't a negative, but I was, but God was drawing my attention to the fact that they were following behind Moses but their countenances and their faces were all looking down yeah. uh, to wow. the ground. Wow. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think, I think the, 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 that can happen so easily, especially mm -hmm. in this environment, in this pandemic time, because we've had, um, we, we've watched so much. We are used to right mm -hmm. now watching uh, podcasts, watching online services, being disconnected. Mm -hmm. we're, we still feel like we're being led, but we're not really kind of push. There's not a, a, an environment of pushing in, mm -hmm. let alone then we're walking through this 
difficult terrain, this difficult time. Yeah. And there really is a challenge to following in that way, allowing our face to be downcast. Mm -hmm. um, and I know you and I were talking about the challenge of that. I know you're going to expound on that even a little bit more, but I was thinking about uh, the very first time in the Bible that that, that kind of happens in Genesis 4 when uh, Cain and Abel are together, mm -hmm. right? And, and, and they, the, the Bible says in verse 6, uh, hey, Cain, why, this is God speaking. Why has your face fallen? It's not just, in the Hebrew, it's not just that he got sad. And I think that's mm -hmm. how we translate that sometimes. Why are you discouraged? Why are you right. uh, disillusioned? Yes, no, no, yes, no. Yes, yes. It actually says, why yeah. is your face right. looking down now? Right. Actually, you've lost connection with me because you're looking down now. And it seems like it's such an innocent statement. But really, when you look into it, you know, he, he's, he's in the presence of God. Mm -hmm. He's he had um, he had yeah, right. sacrificed for God, right? right? He had, he brought this sacrifice. He's with his brother, and the Bible says where two are gathered together, God's yeah. there in the midst of it, right. So there's this whole thing, and yet because he allows his face to fall, dude, he mm -hmm. he he allows his soul to lead mm -hmm. rather than his spirit to lead. When when we when we actually disconnect, we can be in the environment. That the trap is this. The trap I think is that we can be comfortable following like all of these things that we're supposed to do, following all of the back of Moses, following all the things we're supposed to do. We can, we're, we're waiting to get back into the, the, the present. Like, like the, when, when, when we can finally get back together, everything right. will be all right. right. That's not going to change it. because if, if we have allowed our face, if we've allowed distance, the gap, in intimacy with God to get in the way. It, it won't matter whether we're in the midst of the sacrifice of praise, whether we're in the midst of where two or more are gathered, whether yeah. we're in the midst of the presence of God. That's the trap that's going on right now. If I can finally just get back, but Cain, Cain's soul, when it led him, led him to do things he swore he'd never do. It's mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, when Peter, in Matthew 26, when Peter... Um, the Bible says he's following Jesus from a distance. Mm -hmm. And here's this big, tough guy. Here's all the things. But because there's a distance growing, a gap growing between he and intimacy with Jesus, kind of face-to-face, -face, he, what the, I mean, he ends up denying him. Um, and it's, it's, again, allowing our soul. When we allow distance between intimacy, and that's what you're going to talk, I know, deeper mm -hmm. to talk about, the face of God, the intimacy of God. When we allow distance in between there, um, it gives permission for our soul to lead us. I think just um, as a given, we should maybe, as Christians, I think that we uh, give, we, we add to ourselves uh, holiness that isn't there. Yeah, um, So I think so, yeah, as, yeah, as Christians, that. we sometimes think because we are believers, because we embrace the Bible, mm -hmm. because we are trying to honor God, that gap isn't there except for sometimes. And I think that it w we would be far uh, more humble and far more uh, yearning for God if we understood that because of our humanity and because we still have a sinful nature, we don't, we don't become believers in Christ and then become perfect. Right, um, right. We still battle all of the time with our sinful nature. So if we could instead think the gap is always there and by God's grace, I'm always, my heart when he makes, <laughs> when he yes. when he touches it, always is trying to create less space. 
instead of walking around as if because we're believers and we're doing the right things Correct. and we're saying the right things that there's no gap except for sometimes. Yes. I think that the assumption yes. that we would be in a better place, not guilt, I'm not talking about guilt and shame, I'm talking about true humility. Yes. And I'm, tra- I'm talking about being a true disciple. You are always continually and, con- and constantly aware of this gap there, but for the grace of God go I. Correct. And, and letting God help you, help you mind that gap instead of just saying, it's never there except when I have a really rough day. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, the lie of the enemy is that the gap is a static position. So as long as I don't walk away, as long as I, right. well, I still like to right. worship and I haven't denied God right, and right, I still right. like the word and I, I'm still a Christian. No, 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 no. It, that's, that's the lie of the enemy. Um, it, there's a natural drift away from God. Mm-hmm. So like many of us are, have been down the beach. Many of you are still down the beach, right? If you get in the water, there's an undertow. You, it, it, before you know it. You may have gotten in where your yeah. where your tent where your uh, umbrella was, yeah. but before you know it, you are down the beach a long way mm-hmm. because there's an undertow. There's a natural undertow in us, yeah. so that's why the Bible says, "Draw near to God, and He'll draw near to you." We yes. there's actually, uh, uh, and that's what that that actually leads us, I think, to the second thing I want to ask you yeah. because um, you know you didn't just get this vision. You 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 saw a way. Uh, you know, God has helped you to understand how the how yeah how that works for connect yeah. and how to live it out, especially kind of in light of what Psalm 105 says, verse three, which is so, so important. This is why we're saying what we're saying. It says glory in his name. So again, action, let the hearts of those who rejoice, seek the Lord, seek mm-hmm. the Lord and his strength, seek his face forevermore. Mm-hmm. What's, it, how, what's that? What's that mean? Unpack that a little bit for us. I think, well, first of all is that there, it's kind of uh, pointless for God to give, you whether it's that vision or a prophecy or something without the understanding of it right mm-hmm. so i know that what i just said is kind of like okay what so god you know in his goodness started because i'm i you know that flashed before me very quickly and i was like right. what was that um and he be he began it and it was one of those things that it wasn't even so much it was very um connect specific to encourage us yeah. is what was what the impression was when that you know came to me and what he was reminding me of is this, is that, you know, when you have been uh, away from someone long enough, right, the first thing that we, you sometimes hear people talk about is like, I'm starting to forget what their voice sounds like, mm. right? You just kind of start to like try to imagine what did they sound like or whatever, and it's hard to bring that memory back, you know, and when you're around someone, um, the essence of who they are is always emanating something that you can't always articulate. Yep. So if someone asked me to explain you on paper, it would be very lacking because not just language, but my ability to wrap what I experience around language yes. is very limited. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So right. I wouldn't be, you know, we you, you it's hard watch to capture shows, the essence of someone. The essence yeah. of someone, and you watch shows and they talk about like they just have it or they don't. You know, when you're watching talent shows and you're like. Right they need to study computers because like playing the trombone yeah, yeah. Not, is not, not their not thing, thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And vice versa. Yep. Um, and so it's like there's an it factor because then when someone comes on and then yes. they all, all of a sudden start per- performing whatever their creative, Correct. you know, these shows like America's Got Talent, right? you, and you're drawn in. And if someone was to ask you, you know, 
to describe their voice or describe their playing or describe their art. You can't always do that, but there's just this factor, this unexplainable it factor that draws you in, right? And then you're like, oh my gosh, I could I could be a potter too. Like right, you see right, somebody right, right, so passionate right. about their art form yes. that you're not even just drawn to the person, but you're drawn to everything that they're drawn they to, yeah, right? Yeah, yep, yep. And so it's so when you lose that, yeah. when you lose yep. the ability to drink all of that in of God, it creates spaces that we fill, and not just with stuff, but it creates space for questions that we answer. Yes. And we answer them from who we know God to be from behind. Let me explain. So we talk a lot about how when in this um, season of wearing masks, um, it's really hard to show your emotions, right? Yes. There's been all these studies that we emote, I don't know, for, I forget, like yeah. 72 or 82 percent of our, what we emote to people is not from our eyes, right? So that we're, we're always c conveying emotion through the rest of our Correct. face. So having a mask that only shows our eyes is very limited in what we can share with other people. Um, but what happens is, is that if you're having an argument with someone that has a mask on, you both have masks on. Correct. I would bet that that argument would, you would have to work harder at reconciliation in that environment than maybe if you could see their, their whole being right. expressing themselves yeah. to you, right? Because so much is lost in translation, but we don't just leave holes. We usually fill them in with a narrative that has been told to us from our situation, Correct. situational interpretation, Yes. right? And so why I'm saying this is that God, when, when the reason that Kyle read that first uh, scripture in Deuteronomy is because God kept drawing my attention to the fact that Moses and God had a face-to-face -face connection. Yes. They had a face-to-face -face relationship. And then there was, I want to say it's in, in chapter 34, when it says, and God passed by the front of Moses. And it was showing me and reminding me, church, that sometimes we forget to position our face to his face mm. because our countenance has fallen because we're so consumed yep with the terrain that we are having to endure. And yes, God might be in front of us, and yes, God might be leading the way, but the grumbling that can start between us and God has so much more space to develop when we have chosen to just keep following these rules. I'm gonna try right, to keep correct, the Bible. Correct, correct, I'm correct, gonna try correct. to make him happy. Correct. I'm gonna try to do good deeds. I'm gonna try my best to, you know, have, ask God to show me what the right job is and we and what we're doing all of those things are things so we are trying we're that's following God from behind. behind because we're trying to take his rules and regulations his laws instead of saying like I created this love letter yeah. for you because it's going to help you in your life we see it as rules and regulations because we have forgotten what his face tells us about himself and what it tells us about him so we are so used to looking at situations instead of him that that becomes normal. But those gaps need language, and we usually come up with that language as a result of what we've been through, loss, trauma, or drama. Yeah, and, and you were we were talking yesterday about how when you look, when, when the, the people of Israel were watching Moses from the back, 
they could see what they what they wanted, yeah. what God wanted them to do, right? So we, we um, use yeah. this example, like, <laughs> I'm going to oh, turn my back for a moment, right? It. So, like, when you're following someone from the back, you can, you can see what... <laughs> I, like, totally had to do that yeah, total white moment. Uh, you can't even see. So, like, if I'm, I'm doing this, you can, you can see what my actions are, but you yeah. can't see what I'm doing. You can't see my face Thanks. in enjoying it, whether I'm enjoying yeah. it or whether I'm hating it. You just see the action. Yes. And that's what happens a lot of times when we're following God totally. from behind. We're looking at what he, what we think he's doing, what he wants us to do, how Moses is doing it, so let me do it that way. Mm-hmm. But we don't actually see the, what he's actually doing. Yeah. We don't actually see the countenance of what he's doing. That's, right. that's why staying face-to-face is important. It's not... It's not that God doesn't care what we do, but he does care how we do what we do as well. We're talking about that at Forge, but it reminded me of this sad moment, right? um, The sad moment in Genesis chapter 19, where if you you guys remember the story, um, Lot is leading his family. God is leading Lot, his wife, and his family out of out of what was going on in their culture, mm-hmm. out of what was going on in their world, out of the craziness, the judgment, everything that was happening, yeah. right? And the Bible says, uh, it, it says in verse 26, Lot's wife yeah. was following from behind. And because she was following from behind, she, it allowed her to be distracted. It allowed her to, to her, her soul to be drawn backwards. It allowed her gaze mm-hmm. to wander. And she wandered back uh, and turned away. And, and, and obviously, we know, brought destruction into her life. And I was thinking about, it's the same thing again with, with that happened with Cain. Here's this moment where she's, she knows the word of God. God said, go do this, right? Do it this way, do it this way. She's experiencing the supernatural yeah. power of God in the midst of everything. She's seeing this deliverance, which is a picture of Jesus wanting to deliver us out of all these things. She's seeing this, this, this possibility for deliverance, but because she's following from behind. There just is something. There, there, look, there's, there is absolutely reasons that things are in the Word of God. She's following from behind, and that gap was all the soul needed to actually turn her just a little bit, have her gaze wander. Again, church, we're not talking about people like, and this is the lie. I, I, it, it doesn't take us to, to, to reject Jesus. Right, exactly right. right it doesn't take us like just to us. walk away from Christianity. Mm-hmm. It, it takes us only a little bit of saying, you know what, I'm just going to start to walk with God from behind. Let, let, let me just see what he's doing. Let me just see how, how and, and, and lose the intimacy gap. And in that intimacy gap, um, the sickness of soul comes in. And that's why we say this. We, we, we talk about this verse a lot when it comes to prayer in Second Chronicles 7.14. It says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, right? And then we go, yeah, and it's awesome. He'll heal our land. No, no, no. There's an entire next verse on that. There's an entire next verse on that. And seek my face. And seek my face. Not, not follow me from behind. Not walk with me at a distance, but if my people will humble themselves and actually come and seek my face, I will hear their prayer and I will heal their land. There's healing that comes. There's different revelation of God that comes. There's a different joy in our hearts from the depression we've been going through, the sense of isolation that we've gone through, the disappointments that we've been going through when we seek his face. And that, that's where I know part of what part of what God has really been laying on you is 
it's not just the concept of like of seeking his face like oh i know i got to seek god's face yeah. there is more than that and 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 you, you you know as you studied this god started to connect the dots for you a little bit more for us yeah. as a church especially in light of which i love this verse um in first corinthians 13 12 um it says for now we see in a mirror what dimly, dimly. Uh, but then, when we when we have this connection, uh, when when Jesus comes back, we'll see then face to face. Now in part, but then we shall know, just as we will we are mm-hmm. fully known. So, can you expand on that just for a little bit in in light of this? How does that really mm-hmm. hit, hit home here? Um, it's funny that this is something that I hadn't really thought about sharing today, but I think what also um, upsets me as far as of the fact that we don't really often look at God's face is that we don't also then reflect God's face. Yeah, so good. Um, because we sometimes go through our life then with that gap, and it te- it tells us what God's demeanor must be toward us. Again, Correct. we've taken our situation, and we've let the situation interpret for us who God is. And if we are like a rules person, we right? We see what we should do. He's hammering, he's yeah. solving. Yes. But exactly. also we can we can be get really pious about oh, 100%. Like, oh I'm 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 all that yeah. and this is what I'm following. And we don't we don't express the love Correct. that is emanating from his face. Correct. As he is also has his hand to the plow and is and is working. So it's not like we just get to sit back and not do anything for right. God. But it's the way in which we represent God. Yes, I'm going to just say it. So yesterday, there was something that took place on our street. And it was uh, a particular group expressing uh, their stance on something that uh, read to many as being very hurtful, very mean, very judgmental. And... As a Christian, when you see something happening in the name of Christ, correct, correct. and you see that you see uh, people not reflecting the love that Christ held, it is very upsetting, and yes. it's very, um, the justice part of me rises, because I know that he is being misrepresented. Yes, correct. And the reason I bring this up is because... So many times we take people out in our lives, not necessarily with how with the word that we're carrying, Correct. but how we are carrying that word. And we and we feel the right to do that because of situational interpretation. Because I promise that you and I can read the same verse and somebody can take that verse and yeah. and just darn near annihilate somebody with yep. that verse. And I could take that same verse and interpret it differently. But our both of our goals have to be, it is God's kindness that leads, that us. leads us, us to repentance. Yeah. When God has judged me, Correct. it does not mean he has done so without kindness towards me. Correct. And it's been the kindness of God that I've known is still toward me that I don't deserve, that has drawn me back to repentance. And I'm not talking about getting saved becoming a believer. I'm yeah. talking about in my everyday, everyday life. life. Yeah. And when we lose connection with that, then we become the wrong interpreters of what God looks like from behind yes. and misrepresenting him that way. This, let, let me oh, just yeah. say one thing before you say the scripture because that that has always been something that I uh, has I want to encourage us as connect. 
the, the Bible says that Jesus came in grace and truth. Those two things cannot be separated and call it Jesus or call it the gospel. It is grace and truth. Mm-hmm. It's not all grace. Like, hey, God, it's all good. God lets you do anything. And it's not all truth. Because grace and truth came in a person who absolutely is love itself. So that's, that's what, you know, what we see many times is people coming out with truth, but no grace. And, and because what, it's, it's, it's a separation. We're separating truth from the, the person of who yes. Jesus is. And also, we are redefining what truth is because we believe that uh, God, God, when Jesus was here, and this is just us talking yeah, right yeah, now, right. but yeah. we believe that when Jesus was here, he came with such holiness that his words, that what he was setting right in a wrong world was so clarifying that we actually act as if we could be pious enough to not become holy as God is holy, but attack people Who with the holy. words yeah, yeah, that yeah. he said, yeah, yeah. forgetting the spirit yeah. and the reason, reason behind why he said them. Yeah, okay, you, we, 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 we said we said a lot. Like, and I and, and and I've said we've said it taught it a lot here. But um, truth without grace leads to legalism, and grace without truth leads to humanism. So it's just like, it, we, that's why it's, we need to live in this tension between grace and truth. And guys, your, our own humanity, our own humanities will have, will have a natural drift towards one of those sides. Oh, you, always, your natural drift, always. because Danielle, God is judge, legalism. Right. My, natural, right. my natural drift is always towards, I don't want people to be upset with me, so I say it's grace. Come on, yeah. it's just truth. So that's why we have to stay in the presence of Jesus, face to face with him, so that we actually learn how to live in this beautiful tension so that we just don't, that we don't move with our culture mm-hmm. or we don't move in religion. We actually express a person to the world around us that is Jesus that helps them, the goodness of God leads to repentance. And that's why we don't see things correctly, Dee. And that's what this verse says. We don't always see things the way they are. Yeah. We see things the way we are. Right, because God was always... God was always connected to his why mm-hmm. when he had Jesus say what he said or did what he did. Yes. And from the cheap seats, we then, atta- we, we, we then um, connect with what he said. Yes. And we don't understand why he said it that's or correct. actually what he really said. The tone even. And then yeah. we, that's what I'm, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why when you were saying like you can hammer, you can be sawing, but you don't see either the grief on, on the face of God or the joy, joy exactly. or the intention on his face because he's crafting something Correct. and he knows that it still requires a hammering like Correct. these are the things that are really going on in the heart of God that he wants us to carry to other people yeah, if you only saw the cross you would you would you would only you would think it's it was pain or wrath or mm-hmm. God was upset but the Bible says for joy yes it was joy right. so we have to know him yeah all right so in first Corinthians 13 12 like uh, Kyle read, it says, for now, this is how we, this is our English translation. This is New King James Version, I think. Yeah. Um, for now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. And when I began to study that in light of that vision that I had gotten, I began to realize something because in our, inter- in our translation, we always kind of talk like we're, we're, we interpret it as if we're looking into a mirror that's kind of foggy. Right, correct. Right, so it's like yeah. I just can't quite see. But in the Greek, it's actually saying that we are looking within 
and obscurity. We are looking within obscurity. So like an actual thing. Correct. Not, um, it's not a, like an adverb or an adjective. It's a noun. It's actually a noun. This so, is a person, place, or thing. <laughs> Schoolhouse Rock, baby! Conjunction, junction. Some of y'all so, know what I'm talking about. <laughs> noun is a person, um, that, place, yeah, or thing. No, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <go ahead>. Um, <laughs> but it, it helps you understand what that verse is saying. Is because it, What it's saying is right now, you're looking into the thing. And that thing, the situation, the flood, the pandemic, the racial, the racial implosion, our political explosion, explosion yep. and everything yep. else, right? Our financial demise of our country, all these things. And but you are what you're really doing is you're looking into this moment, into this thing of obscurity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and you're yep. trying yep. to make sense of something, and you're trying to understand why, and you're trying to understand what. But what it says, that scripture says, but then face to face. And I was like, but then face to face with what? Clarity? And, but when you look at it, it's, it says, then I shall know him. And I love not, not, I shouldn't, I won't now have understanding of why that happened or, right, right, or what happened will make sense. It, it's, it's totally not even necessary any longer correct. because we have then been connected to someone because we are seeing someone face to face right now we're taking our situations and we're trying to look into them which are exist in obscurity and we're trying to understand and we're letting that interpret who God must or must not be and there was a beautiful quote I read uh, from a theologian who studied this passage and they interpreted this, it, this, this a, a far more uh, accurate way uh, when you when you take the Greek at what it says and, and he said this the level that we experientially know God in eternity will match the level we were known by him in this life. Yes. And it's such a relief because... Known by him in this life. Yeah. How, as much as... Because, you know, don't you ever feel like, oh my gosh, he knows my every thought. He knows yeah. my every blah, 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 blah. And at sometimes that can be horrifying if you're like, oh God, <laughs> forgive me. But also... What we want as humans so much is to be understood, yes. to be seen, to be interpreted correctly. You yeah, know, how yeah, much yeah, of our yeah, life do we yeah. spend like, that's not what I meant. That's not right. what I meant. That's not what I meant. Yep. And God always saying, like, I totally know who you are. I totally know what you meant. I totally know what concerns yep. you. I know what's on your heart. I know what's in your will. All of these things. And to know that what God calls as perfect one day. That what he says will exist on the other side of the veil when we are with him in heaven is that we will know him yeah. the way he has already come to know us. Wow. How he already knows us, at that depth, we will get to know him face to face. Not any longer observing him observing him from behind yes. with our countenance fallen into looking at the terrain that we have to go go into. And instead, our countenance can be toward him because his has always been toward us. I, I, love, I, I think that's probably the greatest thing that I, I love about God himself is that he wants to be known. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I'm not sure that if I had to put up with all that humanity has yeah. put me through, I'd be like, look, y'all got to figure this out without me. Isn't I've given you enough clues. there's some movie that, like, you can hear? There's some, or is that a TV show? Uh, there's something like you can that there's like a movie. I feel like Jake maybe had me a good place or something. Uh, and you, I can, a like, good place. you you can hear everything everybody thinks, or you can't, or you ever you always have to tell the truth 
or something. I forget. Some of you who know, you know. But can you imagine a world that you're living and everyone hears every no. thought? Everyone no. knows what you wanted to say, what no. you didn't say, how you would have said it if you hadn't. Yeah. Like all of that. And that's God. And he's like, I can't and wait to see you. I know. You. <laughs> I know. I know. And I think that's why, I do, like, why, why it's so dangerous in American Christianity. We have been taught to follow, from the, follow God from, from behind mm-hmm. in the way that we're describing it. Um, because we're just kind of looking at what he wants us to do, the way he wants us to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, we miss what Jesus says in Matthew nine thirteen, where he says, you know, go and learn what it means that I desire mercy, not sacrifice. And he's not saying he doesn't, it, that we still don't actually, yeah. s- sacrifice isn't part of it. But it's, it's, the, it's, it's actually knowing who he is at the, at the heartbeat. There has to be a heartbeat in this. And, you know, it's so easy. I think it's much easier to walk away from uh, from an institution than it is from a person, right? Yes. You know, and that, and it's so easy to oh, yes. you know stop going to the gym oh, or, yeah. or, or or quit that club oh, yeah. or whatever because it's an institution. But when right. it's a person and and you understand it from that per, per, uh, perspective, um, it's so much harder to actually walk away from it. And and when people are saying, "Well, I haven't walked away from Jesus. I just don't go to church or I don't go to this." Or no, but that that's the heartbeat of the King. It's not just. It's not just one. It's it's these things that that function together, because we see this from the beginning. Like in in you were talking about Moses, but God places the tabernacle in yes. the center of I community. Love that. Yes. In the center, the Bible actually says that the presence of God, the tabernacle where His presence was, was in the center of community, and all the flaps of their tents open towards it. Um, and so it was the last thing they saw at night before they went to bed. It's the first thing they saw when they came out in the morning. Why? God wanted to always be in front of them. It, it, he never wanted to be behind them, them to be behind him. He wanted to be in front uh, of the people. That's why Jesus said, uh, the, the word says, John starts out in John 1, 14, and the word became flesh and yeah. walked among us. Why? So that we could see the glory of God. We could understand in Jesus. He says, if you see me, you see the Father. He's saying that there's this intimacy that happens when we get to know him, not just what he's do- doing, not just what he's saying, but who he is. And that's why, D, and, 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 and we're going to get to the end of this in just a second, but, you know, one of the most beautiful moments in the scriptures uh, in, in these, these synoptic gospels is uh, the, the Mount of Transfiguration. Mm. And in Luke 9, it says, you know, Jesus takes P, uh, Peter, James, and John up to the mountain with him, and they, were, they started to pray. And as they started to pray, the, this is what the Bible says, Jesus' face changed. And the rest of his body began to glow. Mm. But it actually says his face changed. Like there's a reason why that's in there. Mm. His face changed and they began and he began to glow. And they are blown away by this revelation. Up until this point, uh, that he gave them everything they needed to do to follow in faith. Right. But but when, when this happened, it changed the way they knew him to be. And that's, that's, that's what God is, I believe that's what God is calling Connect into in this next season. It's not just, you know, we, we got to be people of faith and following faith. It's, it's actually a deeper revelation, seeing his face, his face changed. And they saw him to be who he actually really was. And it led to this deeper revelation of him and how they could live this thing out uh, differently and and do you, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so kind yeah. of wrap up a little bit about how you see yeah God laying this how out for two us. things yeah. ended up being tied together I think um, if you know we have to take earnest accounts of who we are how we function and why we function that way 
uh, the why, the why, the why matters. And I've realized more than ever this past year that I, my human propensity to still understand the why yeah. over the who uh, is still alive and well. And every time you, can, you think you may have mastered it, you know, let something that you cherish uh, mm. be at risk. Yeah, exactly. And then exactly. you realize, you know, that you feel like when I look into obscurity yes. and I can understand what or yep. why, that's going to give me some sort of clarity. When God is showing us that we have to reorient ourselves right now from following him from behind, as great as that's been, he's grateful to be followed, Correct. but he wants us to follow him and come face to face with him. Mm. And know what you can only know about him when you've been face to face with him. Yes, God, I understand that your word says this, but why does your word say this? Why does this matter to you? Yes. And help me, God, then for this to matter to me. And not just what you said, but how would you have me carry your word, your message, your thoughts inside of me? And how would you help me express them? Even when I'm hurt, even when I feel entitled, even yes. when I'm wounded, yes. even when I'm yep. pissed. Yep. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, exactly, exactly. For real exactly. though, church, it's like even when our emotions, some for some reason, when our emotions get to a particular level, we feel like we don't have to care about who. Yes. Because I am connected to my why. Why I feel mm -hmm. the right to feel this way. When Jesus had every right to feel whatever way, and yet he still yielded to who God was and who he was to be to us. And this is that time to become yeah. reoriented yep. to him. And even if you've been a Christian for a bajillion years, there's a reorienting that we can That's do. That's really good work. That, that, draw, that changes how our life orbits, not asking him to move around our situation, what we need, what we te we're mm -hmm. telling him we have to understand, what he needs to fix, what is too much, and this is when I tap out. That's all such self-centric living. And we have to start the other way around. We have to start moving around the things that move him and but able be able to carry that message because we've looked in his face, not just because we've read his word. Yes. He does not he does not extrapolate, is that the right yeah, word, yeah, himself yeah. Yes, from correct, the, word. the word. He is the Grace word. So he gives voice to his word. He gives passion to yes. it. He gives understanding. Yep. He gives compassion. He gives conviction. But who he is brings that word yes. to life. He didn't ever just ask us to follow some book that he is yes. not inside yep. of, that he won't help us bring to life and to live with conviction by. Yeah, I, I mean, babe, and we're, we're gonna close with this, but I, I, I think that the struggle for us, if we're, if we're not careful, is that many of us are following a New Testament God of grace um, through the lens of an Old Testament law of works. Uh, we're following a New Testament God of grace through, through the lens of an Old Testament law of works. And in, in their Old Testament relationship, God was expressed um, uh, uh, by follow. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just. I'm, I want to make sure I say this right. In the Old Testament, the relationship with God was expressed by following that which was between them and God, the yes. law, Moses, yes. right? And and in the new, where in the New Testament, it is expressed by knowing the one who bridged the gap right. between us and God. That it, it's 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 we got to stop following the New Testament God of grace through the lens of an Old Testament law of works and actually get to know the one. You know, the Bible says in Exodus 20 that they 
as Moses went up the hill, the people stayed at a distance. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite verse, it ends with, uh, that you were talking about, Exodus 33:11. But Moses would go into the tent of meeting and speak to God face to face as a brother would a friend. That is a powerful message connect. We get, we get the choice. In church, it is easy to follow from a distance. Tell me how to serve, what to do, what are the principles, tell me how to be good, uh, watching others from the back. And yet God is actually in, in, in inviting us to this intimacy of personal relationship mm-hmm. face to face. And if you find yourself today distant from God, if you find yourself in the truth of the reality that you've been following God from a distance, or maybe you've never even followed God at all, but today you understand that God loves you. And that, as we said, he didn't die on the cross because he was angry with the world. For the joy set before him, you were his joy. He endured the cross, suffering his shame, so that you could come to him. And truly today, the the easiest way to start this journey face-to-face with God is actually to accept his grace. And just say, Jesus, come be Lord of my life. So I'm going to ask you to pray that with me. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus here, I am today. here I am today. I've come to give you all of my life. I've come to give you all of I'm, my asking you, Jesus, I'm asking you, Jesus, to be the Lord and Savior of it all. To forgive me of all my sin. To fill me with your Spirit. To, fill me with your spirit, to make me your child. To make me your child. Today, I receive today I receive your grace. Your grace. And, I and I choose to live my life. To live my Seeking your, face. seeking your face in Jesus name, in Jesus name. amen and amen and amen and amen amen, oh, amen. it makes it worth it all right yes it does that people can find Jesus the true Jesus the real mm. Jesus and if you want to get to know a little bit more about that real Jesus and what life can look like with a real loving God we have a book that we'd love to send your way for free uh, we have a book for adults. It's called The Surprise of Your Life. And if you yes. are a Gen Zer, we have a brand new book called Letters to a Gen Zer, both written by a pastor in our church, Pastor Rick Campana. If you want to send your name and your mailing address to the link provided, we will get this out to you for free this week. It's beautiful, Dee. I love those books. They 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 help. Um, and what we love it because we give them away at TKC, yeah. and we love to hear the stories of people who yes. they'll come back and they're like, "Oh, I, I read that book. I gave it I to gave my neighbor. It, yeah. I gave it to my." It's so awesome. Yeah. I love it. Um, hey guys, one of the things that we uh, that's so powerful as as people, we were listening to a, a sermon this morning. Uh, and at the end of it, he said, you know, we believe that we sow into the word. We sow into oh, the yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was so encouraged yeah. by it. It was just so beautiful. And I, I want to encourage you this morning um, to be a part of continuing to sow into what God is doing uh, through the community of Connect. Um, it's not just that we had a flood and I'm not asking us to be crisis givers. Um, because that right. is a very American thing to do. When we have a crisis, we end up giving. I I want us to be uh, uh, um, uh, disciples who give into the house of God Mm -hmm. because out of the house of God flow so many blessings, so many uh, transformational moments into our community, whether it's through spiritual food or whether through physical food, whether it's through uh, a a real building or the, the expression of that building being lived out in people's lives. Can I really encourage you? Your giving makes a difference. Give and it shall be given. Press yeah. down, running together. Uh, uh, press down, shaking together, running over. Mm-hmm. It'll come back in abundance into our 
laps. I believe the Word of God is true. I believe every part of it. And so can I encourage you there? There's a link there uh, that you can give. Uh, you, you, you can, you can um, uh, use any of the means that are there uh, uh, possible. Yeah. But, but it really does. Dee and I really thank want to you. thank you because very much church. it's making thank a difference. You. It thank is you, absolutely making you, a difference. You. And so we're going to let you go. We are. I'm so proud of us right now. We're like going to be four minutes under this is fantastic don't stress it's a good thing they're they're happy to go four minutes early but again remember that we have uh what fix the flood nights. flood nights monday night tuesday night six to eight only six to eight and if you could particularly on tuesday show up you can fill out whatever we're, we're, we're having you fill out and we will see you there but thank you church for spending yet another day on the sofa with us we're one week closer yes and Welcome home is coming. The welcome home is coming. Thank you guys. Have a beautiful Sunday. We love you so much, church. church.